Thanks for listening to the weekly Overflow Church podcast. We hope you enjoy this sermon by Jesse Cup. For more information, visit overflowindy.com or visit us on Facebook at Overflow Indy. Have you ever had a moment when you, you finally got to eat the meal that you've been craving for a long time, and it's one you don't get often, and man, I can tell Pabell you're starting to get hungry just by me mentioning this. <clears throat> I haven't even said anything yet. <laughs> he's like, his, 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 he's like going, oh, I'm feeling it right now. <laughs> uh, it's not going to happen at Shoney's, by the way. That will not happen there. All right. Um, <clears throat> Anyway, you, you, the, that food that you just crave, and you don't get it often, but when you get it, like you want to savor that moment, and you don't want anything to distract you so from taking it all in, and, and like that's always the time when somebody comes and starts jabber-mouthing at you and, you're, and distracting all your attention, and it's like, I need this moment. Let's talk in 20 minutes. You guys know what I'm talking about? That happens to me sometimes. I don't know about you. <clears throat> and, and not only do they talk, like they want to ask you questions. And I'm like, I don't want to talk. I want to be chewing and I, I want this to stay in my mouth for a moment and let it go down slow. You know what I'm saying? You guys, come on. You know what I'm talking about. You just don't need the extra distraction, right? And, and you want to savor it. And I just want to tell you guys that that what I want to share with you today, I hope that you will recognize that there's something savory in this for you. This is no McDonald's drive through meal right now. I, I've been, this has been marinating for a while. I've been wanting to hit this topic for weeks, and it just hasn't been time, but, and so it's been marinating. And, and think of this more like if you go to Peterson's restaurant down there on 96th Street, and you're getting, I think it's the prime rib that, that's been like, it's been cooking for like 24 hours plus or whatever. This is going to be a good one, all right? If, if, you, if, you, if you eat it and, and don't get distracted, and I don't mean just distracted by cell phones and other things in the room, but I mean like you're honing in on Jesus and what he's dishing out, okay? He wants to give you some morsels of his own bread today. And so I'm, I'm going to dive into some stuff, and I hope that you'll eat with me. I'm going to be eating up here too. I will talk with my mouth full right now on this one. <laughs> some of y'all might be like, just get with it. Come on. No, I want to savor this. All right. If you brought Bibles, I'm not diving to this verse yet, but I can go ahead and get you positioned to Ephesians chapter 1. I told you last week I wanted to dive deeper into it, uh, but, but let's get, let's get ourselves kind of eased into it first. Um, recently, we've been talking about a verse that has got so much power in it. It's 2 Peter 1.4. I'll just read this to you real quick. It says, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these 
you may be partakers of the divine nature. That you may be partakers of the divine nature. Having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And I, I just want to start off by saying that there is a divine nature available to you to live from. And it says that it happens through, uh, through the exceedingly great and precious promises. And those promises are for you and they're with you. They're in Christ forever. All right, they, they, don't, they don't just come and go. He's not just saying, I promise you, but I'm going to take it back. But now I'm feeling good, so here's a promise. The promises stand, okay? And it's not him that wavers in the, our abilities to live and partake of a divine nature. It's up to us to immerse ourselves in his words of truth and in his promises, in the ways that he has crafted and laid out for us, they're available always. And as we enter into the ways that he has, has taught and explained and, and given to us, we can actually enter into the partaking of a divine nature. That's amazing. Because the divine nature is... The nature of God. It's a nature that doesn't behave like average human beings walking around this world. It's not even a nature that behaves like an average Christian. It's a behavior that, that only can happen through the very nature of God himself. And guess what? We as Christians have been born again of the Spirit. And so he has actually given us a new life. And 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, if anyone is where? In Christ. in Christ. I want us to capture the fact that being in Christ is the key to everything that's kingdom. All right? In Christ. If anyone is in Christ, <clears throat> a couple of weeks ago, you guys saw me doing the dance of here's Christ, and I want to be fully immersed. Seth's about to get happy because I'm, I'm going to do it again. Jesus, and I'm in him. I, I, I've been born again. I've entered into Christ, and I'm in Jesus. But I can, it, it doesn't mean I'm losing my salvation, but I can actually live a lifestyle where I've been born again and my spirit man is one with him, but I'm living from my flesh, living from my soul and my body realm. And I can actually, here's, here's where Seth's about to get happy. I'm stepping, I got a foot in, but I'm stepping out and I'm behaving outside of the realm of Jesus, okay? I, I'm, I'm not staying yoked with him i'm not staying abiding in christ i'm doing it my way I, i'm doing the jesse thing all right when i'm doing the jesse thing and it's not the jesse in christ thing i'm i'm exerting my own energy i'm, I'm living from my human nature all right but but when i'm fully coming under jesus i'm in christ that means i i've pulled all parts of me Every bit of the part of me that I come into Jesus has that grace of his blessing on it. All right? You guys okay? 
not convinced, but that's all right. We're going to get there. All right, in Christ. It says, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. He's a new creation. In him, I'm a new creation. All old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. When I'm in him, it's all new in him. When I'm in him, I'm a new creation. My, my new creation, I was born again. I was crucified with Jesus. The old man died. I came into Christ through his crucifixion. Entered into him through his resurrection, and I became a living new creation, born again of the Spirit of God. I'm a son of the Most High God. I no longer function just from the DNA that my mom and dad gave me, although that's a pretty amazing one if you ask me. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm not amazing. I'm, just, I'm messing with you guys. I'm not going. All right. Come back, Jesus. No, you didn't leave. Come back, Jesse. There you go. That's how it works. All right. <laughs> I'm making a fool of myself. But I live from there sometimes. <laughs> oh, man, my mind is doing weird things right now. All right, I'm in Christ. All right, Jesus, I'm in you. Let's do this. <laughs> I'm partially being funny. Partially. <laughs> I've definitely given Seth some meme ideas right now. All right, I'm in Christ. I've died to the old man. I've died to the sinful nature. I've been given birth into sonship. All right, I'm in Jesus. And so the more that I can come into the awareness, the understanding of what life is in Christ, the more I can draw from His nature, and I'm in, I'm in union with Jesus, and my nature has become the divine nature in Christ. Come on. Same with you. Same with you. If you're in Jesus, you get to be a partaker of a divine nature. That means that you no longer have to function on your own strength anymore. That means you no longer have to function from the old patterns, the old ways anymore. One week I talked about, about trying to do Christianity by running on the hamster wheel, and it goes nowhere. It just exhausts us trying to get somewhere, but it goes nowhere. But when we get in Christ, guess what? We're already there. You don't have to get anywhere because you're there. What you got to get to is your belief of what He's already done in you. Okay? So from that place, let's move in to this marinated passage here in Ephesians chapter 1. <clears throat> Last week, my message was called God's Version of You. Today's part two. I want to introduce you to God's version of you. All right? Because I think a lot of times we're trying to do Christianity with our version of us. We need to find out what God's version is. Because when we know what God sees and we know what God believes, then we can, we can enter into His truth, and then His truth becomes our reality. And the more we can believe what God believes, the more we're going to live from the place 
of who God knows that we are. All right? You guys okay? All right. Still trying to determine if I am or not. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. I think Randy and Tracy are drawing some stuff out of me right now. Some of their goofiness. I'm just kidding. All right. We're going to Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, to the saints who are in Ephesus and faithful in Christ Jesus. Who is this written to? The faithful in Christ Jesus. The faithful in Christ Jesus. The saints. Do you think this book is limited just to the saints who lived in Ephesus? It's to anybody who's a saint. Amen? The saints who are in Ephesus. Who are the saints? We are. And I'll tell you why. The saints are those who are faithful in Christ Jesus. All right? The saints are those who are faithful in Christ Jesus. In Christ So it it doesn't mean that we're living sainthood by trying to be a Christian in my own strength. But instead, I'm going to be faithful to live a life in Christ. I'm going to to pull my belief. I'm going to pull my lifestyle. I'm going to pull my, my thoughts and my actions into Christ. And I'm going to let Him baptize me with Himself. I'm going to get Jesus on every part of me. I'm in Christ. So a saint, the word saint means the the holy ones. The holy ones, those who are set apart, those who have been pulled out of the worldly system, the the spirit of the world, they've been pulled out of that, separated from that world's lifestyle into the very presence and blessing of God. All right? You're either one or the other. You're either of the world or you're of the kingdom of God. You can't, you can't be both, although people try. In God's mind, you're either that or you're this. And if you come into Christ the way God sees you, His version of you is you're in Him and you got His holiness on you. Come on. Hope you're, hope you're good with that. Because faithful in Christ it doesn't just mean faithful and just always doing the right things, although it includes that, but being faithful to live in Christ. That means on a regular basis, I need to, I need to evaluate my life. Is there any part of me that I'm, that I'm doing it on my own strength? Is there any part of me that, I, that maybe I didn't check to see if God's blessing was on it? If I determine through the Spirit of God that there's a part of my life that's outside of Jesus... What would be the faithful thing to do? Either get rid of it or bring it under Him. If it can exist in that place, which some things cannot. Alright? So faithful. I'm going to be a person who's faithful to always be turning my face to the Lord. Lord, is my whole life surrendered to You? Is my whole life surrendered to You? If I can live my life immersed in Christ, then guess what? I get to receive every benefit that's about to be listed out. In Ephesians. 
The problem, when, when people read things like Ephesians 2.6, and it talks about being seated in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, and we talk about having throne room encounters and open heavens, and we get to live from that realm, and some people who've been walking with Jesus for a long time, they, 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 they might say, well, I can't identify with that. I don't know that that's true because it never shows up in my life. I have two things that, that could be the problem there. One, you just didn't understand it yet, and the Lord's going to click that revelation and bada bing, whoa, there's a reality around you that you didn't even know existed. And the second one, have you actually brought your life fully into Christ? Because if you're trying to live external to Christ but still have the benefits, you're probably not going to get all the benefits that you're looking for. That got some loud hallelujahs. <laughs> the Lord is looking for people to, to lay their lives down for him. Jesus said, take up your cross daily. It doesn't mean that you're supposed to have a miserable life. It means, it means enter into Christ daily. Let go of anything that's external to him and, and come in fully. All right? The more we come in, the more we see the manifestation of his promises happen in our lives. All right? Now, what I, I don't want you to hear me saying things, or I don't want you to interpret what I'm saying that we're, that we're dipping in and out of salvation. I'm not trying to say anything like that. All right? I'm just saying that there's a kingdom, and it's in Christ, and, and you get all the benefits of the kingdom in him, but when you try to function outside of him, it, you're, you're going to miss out on some of the things that only work right here. All right? So the more we can bring ourselves into Him, the more the showers of heaven, it's, it's always flowing. The blessing's always flowing. The Holy Spirit is a river that never runs dry. The blessings of heaven, they're always available, but we've got to position ourselves. Hallelujah. You guys getting the picture here? Yeah. To the saints. Everybody say, that's me. Saints who are in Ephesus and faithful in Christ. Okay? Now, guess what? Because now I'm talking to you, all right? In Christ. I'm talking to you in Christ. All right. Everything I'm getting ready to start reading is in that place. You live in that place, this is your promise. This is the place where the promises of God, that we, through that we become partakers of a divine nature. The divine nature that becomes the actual life engine that we get to live from. You mean I can live from the power of God's divinity? That's everything Jesus dreamed of when he died on the cross and paid a high price for you. Not just to get you in heaven and, and still struggle in life. He wanted to put his very nature inside you and empower you to be able to do all godliness all good things all the right things that jesus called us to that demonstrated in his life he became the very model of what a average christian should look like the the engine that we live from it's the divine nature when we know who we, who we are god's version of us i'm happy this is <laughs> this, is, this is a good meal, all right? I didn't write it. If I wrote it, it'd be a McDonald's drive-thru. All right, 
Here we are. I'm speaking to you who are in Jesus. You're saints, right? Set apart from, from the, the system of the world. Set apart from anything that, that doesn't, that's not um, centered on Jesus Christ. That's you. Because you're that, here we go. Grace to you. Grace to you. And peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace to you. And peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. People read this and think it's just a greeting, like a salutation. It actually is keys of the kingdom. Paul began his letters with this not just as a formality, because he wants this to be the starting point of everything he's about to go into. The keys of the kingdom. You who are in Jesus, guess what? In, that, in the domain of being in Christ, all of grace, all of God's grace is extended to you. Grace. Grace. A powerful word. Grace. It's not just simply forgiveness because we get, get it right. Grace is, is God's divine favor. The King of kings and the Lord of lords and in Yahweh who sits on the very throne that rules the universe has extended favor to you. As a matter of fact, when He sees you in Jesus, you carry the same favor that Jesus walks in every day before His Father. It's not because you did something awesome except that you entered into Jesus. And because of everything of who Jesus is and how the Father sees His Son, He sees you in Him and He gives you the same favor to stand before Him. That'll change a life. Just that one thing will change our lives. Favor. Favor. I, I extend favor to you. You have favor. You can stand before me. You who, if you were in and of yourself, would be smitten to death in a second because my glory can't have the impurities of yourself. But you're in Christ and the blood of Jesus has cleansed you of every impurity and you're in Him. So now you can stand like a son of God before me. Favor. Favor. And, and grace includes not just favor. In the package of grace and favor comes divine empowerment. He injects you with the very power of, of Jesus to live the life like Jesus. He puts His own ability, the dunamis power, the power, the enablement. To do what you couldn't do on your own, you can do it in Him. Come on. Guess what? You are the favored of the Lord. 
the more you can believe that, according, you know, in, in living in the alignment that I'm talking about, the more you can believe that, the more you're going to see the effects of favor coming into your life. <laughs> favor, divine empowerment. The more you can believe that the very virtue of the life of Jesus has been given to you as a free gift in Christ, that you can actually live like Jesus. Righteously, holy and blameless, powerful, overcomer, victorious, healer, provider. All the virtues of Jesus actually are given to you in the grace of God as you're in Christ. And by these precious promises, you become a partaker of the divine nature. The more you enter into the truth of these things, by being aligned, by being in Christ, the more these things will become manifest realities to you. Is that encouraging? <laughs> Hallelujah. And I, I declare over you, I say this often, that the, the we are... Saints, you, you don't have to repeat me. I'll, I'll let you know when I'm having to repeat me. We, you and I in Christ, all right? We are saints. We're saints in His eyes. We're no longer sinners in His eyes. We're, we're, we're no longer sinners saved by grace. All right? We, we behave according to who we believe that we are. And if we believe that we're still sinners saved by grace, we will sin by faith. Because you, you, will, you will act according to who you believe you are. But when we come into an understanding, I'm no longer a sinner because I got saved by grace. I'm a saint. What? What? You mean I don't have to identify with sin anymore? Nope. It's not who I am. It's not who I am. I'm a saint. <laughs> I've been set apart from sin. That's not a part of who I am anymore. I've been set apart. I've been set apart from the world. Doesn't mean that we're not still in the world and bring the kingdom to the world, but we're not part of the world anymore. All right? We're, 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 we're saints. Sons and daughters of God. Set apart. I, I'm not only set apart from the world. I'm not only set apart from sin. I'm also set apart from, from the life of just, I'm just Jesse. I'm doing it alone. I'm, I'm on my own. No, I've been set apart even from the self-sufficient life because I've come into Jesus, and now it's Jesus and me. We're fused together. We're one in Him. I'm, I'm one with Jesus in Christ. Christ is in me. Come on. 
set apart from anything other than union with Jesus. The more we can understand that, the more we start under, unveiling to ourselves the reality that there, there, there's a greater power within us than we felt like we had. There, there's a greater favor to be accepted by our Father than maybe we felt. But we're not led by our feelings. We're led by what we believe. Uh, we no longer walk by sight. We walk by faith. Amen? All right. I want you to declare this with me. I am a saint. I am faithful in Christ. I live in Christ. I'm in union with Christ. I'm a partaker of a divine nature. I don't live on my own strength anymore. I live by the grace of God. I have favor in my Father's sight. He gives me the same favor as He gives to Jesus because I'm in Christ. Just let that soak in for a moment. Did you like that morsel? It's been marinating for a while. Savor it. <laughs> I haven't even started talking about peace yet. We're going through this. If I have to do it more, th more than one sermon, we're going to do it because this is important. So I'm speaking to you who are in Jesus. You're faithful to remain and abide in Him. And guess what? You, what if you had a bad week and you, and you weren't spending time in His presence and maybe, maybe you did get you know, in your own strength for a while. Maybe, maybe you did do things that, that Jesus wouldn't do and, and that He wouldn't bless. Does that disqualify you? No. It does if you stay there. You want to come up here and preach? I'm joking. <laughs> Don't do it, man. i got to finish this. You're doing good, man. All right. If we stay in that place, it's not his fault. It's not like he's trying to curse us. You've done bad, and I'm going to do bad to you. It's because we've, we've stepped outside of, the, of where the, the grace flows. It was us. So we're, we're, we're disqualified from the blessing as long as we stay out of it. But he's not disqualifying us. We are. But guess what? He said it right. It's easy. All you got to do is ask God to forgive you and just get right back in. I want to do it as quick as that. As a matter of fact, I congratulate anybody who determines that you're going to be a rapid repenter. I'm serious. Rapid repentance. Don't. Don't delay it. Don't continue justifying it. Don't, don't keep giving excuses for why it should be okay. You can excuse yourself, and, and okay, as long as you feel good about yourself and excusing yourself, but you're still outside of the realm of that blessing right there. So do you prefer the excuse or getting under the bounty of His goodness? I, 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 don't, I don't want to excuse 
myself to be outside of him when I can quickly just come right back in. All you got to do is ask him to forgive you and actually mean it and, and turn, let that thing go and come in. He's, he's, he's right here always. You can instantaneously get back into that if you actually, if you actually mean it. Instantly. Get back under the full blessing, the grace, all right? So this is to you in Christ. Grace to you. Such a powerful three words. And, and peace. Peace. Peace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The peace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus. That word peace in the Greek is irene. Irene. And it's the, it's the Greek equivalent to the Hebrew shalom. Shalom. And, and if you could imagine that peace, that God's peace... As a matter of fact, just imagine that, just imagine God, who, who's the, not, he's not just the inventor of peace, he is peace. God's always the best of everything, right? If you could imagine your best peace you could ever dream up, I want you to just peer into, into the Father's heart and know there's no peace that comes close to the peace that he holds. That he carries constantly. His peace doesn't fluctuate. He doesn't lose his peace when you think he's angry at you. He always stays peaceful. And it's a serene heart. It's a serene heart. Tranquility, constant tranquility in his heart. That this doesn't mean that God doesn't have other emotions, but He's big and He's God. He can do everything, but, but his, his, his life, His constant, is always peace. All right? And, and not only is He at peace in His heart, but when He looks at you, His beloved child, you who are in Christ, guess what? His peace is towards you. And when he thinks about you, he thinks thoughts of peace towards you. There is no enmity in his heart. He's not, he doesn't have any animosity toward you. You've got to remember, this is, this is your, the, the divine nature that is extended to you as you're in him. Okay? You, you in Christ doesn't mean you got to be perfect. It means you got to be in Christ. If you're in Christ, guess what? He's actually releasing to you. He, he's, a, he's, in, he's extending and trying to impart into you the peace that He lives from. He wants to fill you with that. A free gift. You, you may not deserve it, but that's, that was never what was in question. Could you receive it by faith? This morning, I felt that the Lord gave me a, a prophetic vision that He 
he is, I, I, I feel that the Lord is about to start bringing, I, I didn't think through the wording on this, bringing his divine presence into homes that's going to bring that shalom peace that settles throughout the homes where, where people, it's almost like that, like, like all the turmoil and the anxiety and the frustrations and even anger, whatever, whatever goes on, of course not in you guys' homes, that doesn't happen there, I'm sure, but, but he wants to, it's like he wants to melt that stuff away like butter, and, and, and it becomes like a holy habitation where he's there, and there's, it's like this warm fireplace kind of a Shekinah shalom presence that, that brings stability into homes. Partnered with the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord can actually, actually bring peace to, to a heart that's fully surrendered. Okay? I just saw that, though, this morning. I, f- I felt like the Lord wanted me to say that, and so I, I, just, I just released that into homes. Whether you live with family or with, by yourself or, or with roommates or whatever, I, I, just, I just declare a, a tangible shalom, irene, peace in the presence into your homes that, that brings a, st- a stabilizing that the releases the anxieties, releases tension. It, it, it actually settles, and it's, like a, it's almost like a Holy Spirit massage. You, it's, it's, like you're, it's like you're coming into a hot tub of His love, and it just makes the tension just release. I, 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 and I feel that where there's habitual like anger between family members or whatever, or, or hab- habitual like, like ex- like reactions, triggers, all these things. That's, those are normal guys, right? They're normal, but they're not God's normal, all right? He wants to bring God's normal <laughs> into your homes. Let that let it let that stuff dissipate. Let let him come and minister his love. That'll fill you. And you'll be able to release that to, the, to your family, those you live with. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> As I'm saying this, I'm, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing angels that are being dispatched into homes. Whoa. Yeah, Lord, Lord we, we pray, send, send these ministering spirits into the homes, Lord. Fill the homes, Lord, with shalom, the warm presence of the Lord, soften hearts. And we send it also, Lord, to the family members and loved ones of those who are here today that's not here. Lord, send it to them too. Anybody receive that? Hmm. 
And then move on here. Verse 3. <laughs> this all, it all flows, all right? It all flows. Because you know, if you're in Christ, you already are, you're already a, a, a candidate. A, you're, you're a VIP in his eyes in Christ. He's... He's already chosen to give you grace that you didn't deserve, but He gives His free grace and, and to extend irene, peace, that covers all parts of life that can bring turmoil without that peace. He, he wants to touch each part of that. Come on. Peace, 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 peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. It's His. He, he, wants to, he doesn't just want to give you peace. He wants to put His peace into you. Come on. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us. <laughs> Everybody say, He's blessed us. <laughs> who has blessed us with every how many? couple here and there he's blessed us with every spiritual blessing every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ where in Christ you want to have the 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 seated in heavenly places experience. It's in Christ. If you're, if you're doing some of it on your own strength, get it in Christ. It's almost like, this is kind of stupid, but just go with me for a second. It's almost like you step, you bring it into Him. It's almost like He's like the elevator into the heavens. I just stepped in. I, I can't go up if, I, if I'm hanging out in the lobby. In Christ, get to go into the fullness of the heavens. Come on. So every spiritual blessing, it's in the heavenly places. It's not some of the spiritual blessings. Jesus paid a high price to give us the entirety of His kingdom. Every spiritual blessing is available to you. The problem is it's in the, it's in the heavenly places and we need it right here. <laughs> the, 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 we can say it all we want, but if we don't see it manifested, then it, it kind of almost feels like this concept. But it's actually a true reality. And the more you spend time in that place, the more you come into the awareness and the belief that this reality is available. But it's in Christ. Guess what? If you're in Christ, you are fully qualified for all of this. It's yours. What is God's version of you? Oh, I'm glad you asked. You're a saint. God's, God looks at you. You're a saint. God looks at you. You're a, you are a favored one. God looks at you and you are a divinely empowered one. God looks at you 
And he sees you as the greatest carrier of his peace. The greatest recipient of peace. That's God's version of you. Come on. He looks at you and sees somebody who he was so excited to prepare every spiritual blessing for. And not only has he prepared them and they're in the heavenly places, but he believes in you to be a person who will believe that you have full access to it. He believes in you that you are going to be somebody who's going to not only stay in Christ, but experience the third heaven, throne room, seated in heavenly places, lifestyle. Where you live from that place and have full access to all the things He's already created for you. But He also believes in you that as you're a human who's walking on this earth, that you are going to enter into the full Christian life that He dreamed of for you, where you're not just satisfied with being a Christian, you're not just satisfied with being seated in heavenly places and seeing all that, but you're going to be a person who will contend to grab a hold of all of those things and bring it into this earth and let it have its birthing manifestation in this world. Because until it gets here, it's there. And we need it here. And He believes in you to be a conduit. An administrator. Thank you for that. You conduit. That was good. <laughs> that was good. He believes in you to be a conduit. To be a, a person who lays a hold and sees it through. Amen? Amen? Yes. We're, we're picking up for part three next week. But I, I want to just stop there. There's so much in this. Uh, how, many, how many of you guys are, are encouraged by the Word of the Lord and the truth that's packed in it? Come on. This is who He believes that you are. All right? When we try to live in this reality, but we're doing it on our own, we're not going to experience all that. But it, it's simple. You, you, if, if there's any repentance that needs to happen, you, you, you just shift it in, all right? You come into what He's already provided for you. He's not standing at the door judging, you're not worthy. No, He's saying, will you believe and come in? Because I'm waiting. Here I am. Here I am. The moment you come in, the moment that you believe that you're fully aligned in Christ, the moment that you have full access to all these virtues that we're reading in here, they're yours. They're yours in Christ. Hallelujah. You guys need to do a few declarations for us to close this time out. If you guys can stand up. I want you guys to engage this is a this is a chance for you to just kind of take the last couple of bites you know those are like the most important ones right 
Like, you, you know, I, I've got like one piece of steak left. I saved the one with the most fat and juice in it for the last bite. And I'm, I'm going to eat this one slow. Let's do this. I want you guys to repeat after me. God's version of me, God's of me is far more powerful than my version of me, and I align with his version. I come into agreement with Jesus about who I am. I am a saint. I've been set apart from worldliness, from sin, from self-living. I'm a quick repenter. If I get outside of the blessing and grace, I identify it quick. And I repent quick. And I'm quick to get back under the blessing in the full immersion of everything that's in Christ. <laughs> I'm a saint. I am faithful to live in Christ. I am a receiver of grace. God's grace is my free gift. I am God's favored one. I am enabled to live the supernatural life by God's supernatural power. I'm a receiver of peace. God's perfect peace flows to me. It is a fruit of the Spirit who lives in me. Peace is my nature. We'll say that one one more time. Peace is my nature. I am blessed and not cursed. I'm a blessing magnet. I'm a favor magnet. I am uncursable in Christ. <laughs> I, I have every spiritual blessing available. I live in the third heavens. God has lavished me with the bounty of heaven. I lack nothing. My current needs are on their way. <laughs> Come on. That's awesome. Yeah, Lord, thank You for these amazing champion children of God. I ask You, Holy Spirit, that You will unlock our understanding of who we are, Your version of us. Lord, the more we can understand Your version of us, the more we can live in that as our reality and live victorious, fulfilled lives. And Lord, we just say yes and amen to You filling every home with the shalom of heaven. We bless that, Lord. Bless it. Lord, send Your angels to be ministers, Lord. Administrators of peace. Bless relationships. Hallelujah.